0: This is episode 50 of the Swallow Your Pride podcast, and today's episode is going to be a little bit different. If you're coming here hoping to learn anything about dysphagia or swallowing disorders, you probably won't learn a thing about that on today's episode, but I wanted to do something special for everybody who's been such a loyal fan, loyal listener of this podcast. People have been asking me more questions. They want to know more about me. I don't know why. I promise I'm really boring. But I decided for episode 50, uh, I would let my two dear friends who have been begging me <laughs> that they want to interview me on the podcast. So uh, for some odd apparent reason, I let them twist my arm and my two friends today, Tiffany Wallace and Greta Morris, are interviewing me. Um, so any questions you wanted to know about me, they are here to ask and hope I don't make too much of a fool of myself, but just basically meant to be a fun episode for you guys to get to know me a little bit more. It has nothing to do with swallowing, so if if that's why you're here, then you can go ahead and <laughs> turn the, this episode off. But anyways, we've done 50 episodes so far, and that is insane, and I want to thank all of you so, 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 so much for supporting this podcast. It's been so fun. I've met so many great people, um, and thank you to everybody, all of the guests that we've had on. I think I mean, I don't know that I've done any episodes, I think I did one episode by myself, so we've had over 50 guests Some episodes, we had multiple guests, so thank you to every single guest that's been on this episode. And last I looked the other day, we were at over 340,000 downloads, that's nuts, and last week we had over 16,000 downloads of Dr. Jim Coyle's episode, so that's a new uh, weekly record high. Uh, We are at 510 reviews on iTunes, which is incredible. Some of the really even top podcasts in the world don't even have that many reviews. So thank you, thank you, thank you to all of medical speech pathology, dysphagia, swallowing disorders, land, all of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for helping to make this podcast what it is. So without further ado, uh, for some reason, I let my crazy friends interview me. So here you go. Just a quick disclaimer that all statements and opinions expressed in this episode do not reflect on the organizations associated with the speakers and are their own opinions solely. Welcome to the Swallow Your Pride podcast. I'm your host, Teresa Richard. I'm a board certified specialist in swallowing and swallowing disorders. And I know firsthand how much confusing and conflicting information there is out there about how we assess and treat swallowing disorders. This podcast is all about bringing everyone together, getting on the same page, being open to new ideas, and using evidence-based treatment strategies for our patients with dysphagia. So let's get into it.
1: Hi, guys. Hi. Hey. <laughs> all right. So this is a super fun, super random, super impromptu episode. This is episode 50 of the Swallow Your Pride podcast. And these are two weirdos that probably know me the best out of anyone in SLP land, and they've been begging me to come on and ask ask me anything. So I somehow, after a few glasses of wine, obliged, and this is just going to be a special treat for all of you to, I guess, get to know more about me, as mortifying as that may be. So yes. these are my two friends, Tiffany Wallace and Greta Morris, and you guys can tell people who you are. Go ahead. Tip. Okay. I'm Tiffany Wallace. I was on episode two of Swallow Your Pride. I write a blog, dysphagia ramblings, and I now own my own fees business called Who's Your Mobile Dysphagia Solution. Hoosier. Hoosier. It's kind of, I thought that was like who? who's, like who's your, your daddy. It's not who's your, it's Hoosier. You know, I live in the Hoosier state. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm, I'm Garita Morris. I have never been on a podcast and I don't really have anything important to say, but I'm actually, I've had my own fees company since 2005 here in Florida. Where in Florida? Florida's a large state, Garita. Well, you know, I kind of travel the whole state, it seems, but I'm in the Tampa Bay area. I travel a lot to the Orlando area and a little bit north as well. All right. And this is Garita's first time using a computer. So it <laughs> yes. takes her about yes. 35 minutes to click the link. And but she's, hey, here, so it is, it is difficult. Yes. All right. Well, this is not my episode, you guys. So go ahead. All right. No. Well, we have so much we want to know about you, Teresa. <laughs> All right. So we need to quick, kick it off first with what is your absolute favorite drink? My absolute favorite drink is wine, hands down. Sure. Like what kind? Tell us some um, information. Okay. Well, I'm from Western New York. I'm not from Western New York. I live in Western New York. So probably my most favorite wine is from like the Finger Lakes region, like Seneca Lake, Cayuga Lake, if anybody knows any of those. Um, they have really good Rieslings in upstate New York. And because that's my summer drink is Riesling. Oh. Um, But then I also, I'm Italian and I got married in Italy and I really love some good, Italian wine. I got married in Tuscany outside of actually the Montepulciano area, so I like a really good hearty red wine in the winter. You know, yeah, so fancy. You are so I fancy. I like I love anything from like $3 bottles of wine to like 300. So just <laughs> wow. yeah. So you like red and white, sweet I, and dry? Yeah, uh, all everything, yeah, all yes. of it. Yeah. All right. How do you feel about tequila? I love tequila. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Only when I'm with you. Gin as well. No, I hate gin. I think gin. I think gin tastes like celery. I'm pretty sure that strawberry drink with gin. Oh well, I just I don't like gin. I can't do (laughs) it. I'm just not much of a liquor person. But what about beer? Do you drink beer? Um, occasionally, like in like at a baseball game, like at a Yankee game, I like a good beer. But Uh I don't really ever just grab a beer. So are the Yankees your favorite team? They are Greta. Yes, they are. Okay. Yes. How about football? I don't have a favorite football team. You don't? No. Like many? I don't really like football. <laughs> you don't? No. What about basketball? Do you like basketball? <laughs> no. Why would I like basketball? She's because, in the Hoosier state. She, you lived in Indiana long I enough. Did. It yeah, but, have... like, I, I, I did. I didn't just like turn into a wannabe basketball fan just because I live there. <laughs> I mean, Uh, in Indiana, it's football and basketball. You got to love one of them or both or neither or both. Well, that's why you're not in Indiana anymore. Right. We kicked you you out. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) really did. We kicked you out. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) The same would happen to you, Garita. Yes, (laughs) I'm sure. I just don't even. Why would I want to go to Indiana? I know. (laughs) I know. No, I loved when I lived in Indy, but I just never been a basketball person. I don't know. How about hockey? No. What's no? What's to love about hockey? Oh, the fight! It's a sports center. I I don't know. I live in Buffalo, and everyone loves the Sabers here, but I've never even been to a game. So, okay. I don't even know what that is. I know. I'm just I'm not cultured people. I just sit and talk to myself in my microphone all day, and that's about it. And drink wine. And drink wine. <laughs> drink wine. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever played sports? Yes like in high school or what, what did you play? I played softball. Well, and I actually was a cheerleader as well. Wow. I know. What was your favorite cheer? I was, you got it. I'm... <laughs> so, so funny. I, so I was actually, I was captain of my cheerleading squad, right? Real wow. Sort of cliche. And I was also the captain of my softball team. So I got nominated for this like triathlete award because I like <laughs> cheered football and basketball, but then played softball tried to overturn it because they were saying that cheerleading isn't a sport. I, like wasn't worthy of this award. I was like, I don't care about this stupid award. <laughs> so did they overturn it or did you get it? I don't, I don't even remember. I think it was like so much hoopla about it. I was like, I don't want your stupid award anyways. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you ever dress up as the mascot as a cheerleader? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I might have. Well, what was your mascot? I think here. I tried to and they wouldn't let me. <laughs> we were the sabers actually which is funny because oh, okay. that's the hockey team here yeah. yeah so you got to be a saber maybe I maybe I, I remember something along those lines but <laughs> <laughs> great yes and then yes and then he played softball all through college too okay yes softball's good this was good I was a pitcher I was oh, yeah. spoiled yep nice yep so I want to know because I just started my own fees business. Okay. And it's because you made me do it. Yes. that I started this. So I want to know how you started your own fees business like why did you want to do this?
0: Why did I want to do this?
1: Well, so funny you say that so at the time I was living in Indiana. I was living in Indianapolis and I had I was actually doing like taking a bunch of like travel contracts and I was just doing, you know, kind of piecemealing my weeks together. But like a lot of the different buildings that I went to had access to a mobile fees company and I just loved it. And I thought it was great. And I just had a great relationship with the fees girl that came in and did all the studies. And I thought it was wonderful. And then I moved out to Las Vegas. My husband took a job out there and I just assumed, I just loved these, um, But I love the relationship that I had with the girl that did the fees for me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and get trained. And I'm going to do fees because I'm sure there's a bajillion fees companies. And everyone will just be so happy to hire me. And it turned out that there was not any fees companies out there. Um, So that's when I just decided to start my own. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to know... Because I know we all have them. What was your very worst fees experience? Oh my God. What was my worst fees experience? Um, I think like any type of like time you have like technical, like technology issues. Yeah. Like I do remember like it was something really stupid. Like I didn't plug it in the right plug or something like that. And like, oh yeah, that's exactly what happened. I didn't, there was like one USB port that was like the right one. And the other one was like finicky And I plugged it in the wrong one. And like the doctor was standing there watching me Uh and like, I couldn't get the screen to work. So it like took forever. I'm freaking out. And then I just remember that the patient was like horrible to scope. Like I could barely just had such a narrow passage. It was so hard to get in. And I just remember like the smell coming off my body was like the most repulsive thing (laughs) ever. I was like trying to stay so calm, but I was just sweating bullets and it, it was in Vegas, and there literally was just sweat pouring down my face while we were doing it. <laughs> the doctor was like, are you nervous? And I was like, no, not at all. I just don't know how to use my computer, and I don't know how to scope a patient, apparently. So here we are. Yeah, I've learned to get body sprays to keep in your bag. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Some talcum powder, perhaps. I know. Yes. Okay. How about... I know you are into fees. That's how you got into fees, but... How did you decide that you were going to get into speech pathology? Was it something that you were aware of for a long time? No, you know what? So I went to this small state school my freshman year of college, and I actually went as a fashion design major. So (laughs) I'll even back up before then in high school, (laughs) I was determined to win best dressed. And so I wore a different outfit every single day my senior year. And I like campaigned that I wanted to win best dressed. And then, like the day that those came out, this girl won. And I was like, she is not best dressed. Like, how did this happen? Terrible dresser, mind you. How did this happen? (laughs) And then they said that I unanimously won class loudest. So they had to give me that instead. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I can't imagine that I was class loudest. I can't imagine that. Um, So anyways, I went to the school as a fashion design major and um, I like loved it. But then in the meantime, my dad got laid off and he told me that he wasn't going to support me going to college anymore unless I got a real major and not (laughs) because he said I'm not going to be the next Calvin Klein. And I'm pretty sure I like didn't talk to him for a little while. (laughs) Um, Then I just went into psychology, I think. Um, and then I think I was talking to my mom and because I have a brother with special needs and he got speech therapy all growing up and things like that. And she was like, You should look into speech pathology you really liked, you're really interested in when your brother had speech therapy, blah blah. So I was like, All right, I'll check it out. So I did, and that's here we are. Great. Yeah. Was there any particular professor that you had that you remember kind of got you really, really drawn into speech? Once you started, well, yeah, and it, it's so funny, so Dr. Geraldine Timler, Dr. T, where are you now? I think you're somewhere in Virginia. what well, don't be mad at me if that's wrong, um, but she was actually our child language professor, and I just loved her to a bajillion pieces, although I'm sure she's sad that I'm not in the child language realm anymore um but just I mean just a super nice lady and just really passionate. She did a lot of work with kids with autism. Um, and I think it was just like how passionate she was about helping these kids and doing the research and finding out the best ways to get these kids to talk. And so I did my thesis with her and did a lot of research with her. And I just really, I just loved her, but then I switched sides <laughs> <laughs> and I'm no longer kitty language. Right. No, like you would say. Yeah. Thank heavens. Yeah. <laughs> So, but I want to know, because I know you do fees. I know you take these weird pictures that are all over the internet. You do your podcast. You have this meta SLP solution. So what do you do that's non-speech that you Nothing. really enjoy? Nothing. I don't have time to do anything else. How ever. do you unwind? I don't. That's why I'm like this all the time. That's why you're about to implode. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I honestly, I honestly don't do anything else with my time. I don't know. I mean, like I hang out with my husband, and my son, like, I don't know. I'm a big foodie. I love like so I me and My husband will go to fun, fun restaurants and, mm-hmm. um, I think maybe that's about it. I don't like what else do I, I don't, I don't like have hobbies or I don't like knit or anything like that. I don't know. I so no, no blankets for us or? No, you're not getting a blanket. sweater, or No, nothing. That. Nothing at oh. all. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I don't know. I literally do nothing fun with my life. I just, I mean, I, I do like to go to like wineries and things like that. So I like to go on wine tours and I like to check out really cool, fun restaurants. And that's probably about it. What is your favorite food? Probably pizza. Um, but I think as we learned in, in Chicago and at Charleston that I'm from New York. So I like New York style pizza. Like I want New York pizza that's done fast in like five minutes. <laughs> and I don't care if it comes like thin and crispy from a gas station. I don't need this like long, drawn out, deep dish <laughs> stuff that sits for like three hours. I don't have time for that. I don't have the patience for that. And it's gooey. So just give me the thin, crispy, New York stuff that's done quick. you are going to have some Chicago people all up in I don't care. That's fine. (laughs) Take your pizza. You can have it. I just, not for me. (laughs) Because you know that Indianapolis now has Chicago style pizza. I know. And when I lived in Indy, we used to drive up to Chicago and get Chicago style pizza. That's like the cool thing to do. But then I realized like I keep eating this because it's a cool thing to do, but I don't really like it. Yes. Giordano's is there now. Yeah. Yeah. I guess if when, if you ask me about what I used to do in my spare time, so I actually used to have a baking blog. Oh, wow, I know. I know. I like cupcakes, and I did. Yeah. Wow. Like, I know. Like, <laughs> did you actually make the stuff or just talk about it? Um, no, so I made a ton of stuff, but I would like tweak recipes, like really funky. Uh Uh-huh. I was really like into like the baking science and like, I'd find people like post these recipes and they're like, this came out so good. And I basically like myth busted because I'm like, if you use that much baking soda, there's no way you'll get anything that's actually edible. (laughs) did um, Did you ever go to a bakery or a store and just buy something and say, look, I just made this. no 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 think Tiffany has I'm pretty sure that's my style no (laughs) you know what's so funny is our neighbor I hope she's not listening to my podcast but (laughs) sure sure she is I I like texted her one time like I think I needed like spaghetti sauce for my son or something like that I'm like do you have any sort of like spaghetti sauce in your house and she was like oh no you know like I think I have some frozen stuff and I was like, okay, you don't have it. like you have nothing, like you you don't have like a like a can of ragu in your pantry or something. And she's like, oh no, she's like, I would never buy store bought sauce. We always make our own. And I was oh, like, okay. why? And then we went over there for dinner like a few weeks later. My husband found like ten jars of ragu in there. Uh, I know. He's so now she's in her pantry. I know. So now she's ragu in my phone. I know <laughs> I like how he went in her pantry. That's great. <laughs> I think she was like, oh, can you grab something? And he went in and... Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to be like, did he check her medicine cabinet me. out too? Or no. It was totally not being creepy. I was like, told to go in there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, like, bottom line, don't live by you guys? Right. Yes. I mean, don't just lie. I mean, don't lie about it, basically. Yeah. I mean, just tell me. It's okay to buy some ragu if you need to. Yeah, I use ragu because... <laughs> It's, it's fast and easy. Yeah. Oh, but like that's where pizza. I was getting was that then she also made a pie for one of the holidays, and she said she homemade it, and you could tell that it was like it was from one of the bakeries up the street, like the, <laughs> the, the like the pie crusting all around the side yeah. was like the perfect, like it was like the signature from the bakery up the street. Yeah. I, feel I, like dare, I dare you to say I'm gonna call bull. <laughs> Right. Right. I think my husband died. I think he was like, I think this is just like the place up the street. She's like, oh yeah, they make great pies, but no, this is homemade. Like, all right. I feel like you're talking about me right now. Yeah. Like, it's not you, Tiffany. You don't <laughs> live <laughs> next door. Not no, always I don't. You, no. <laughs> no. And we know Garita just doesn't cook at all. So no. God, no. She does have ragu in her pantry. She does. No. But she She's got about five there. million cans in her pantry. <laughs> yes, I do. It's a nice pantry. It's bigger than my house. <laughs> <It is. laughs> but there's no ragu in there. No. No, like, Trader Joe's is good. I'm no like, ragu. Oh, Trader Joe's is delicious. I love Trader it Joe's. It is. It is. That's it's one thing good. I do miss about Indiana is Trader Joe's three buck chuck. Oh yeah. It's delicious. Have- no, because in New York, you can't buy wine in grocery stores. <sighs> what a dumb rule. I know. It's so stupid. Wow. Yeah, we get I know. So no wine in our Trader Joe's here. But we you have a Trader Joe's. We have Trader Joe's. We just don't have wine in it here. Okay. We have wine in every grocery store here. Yeah.
0: But that's something
1: I did used to do is I used to buy like the two buck Chuck from Trader Joe's and then I'd put it in this like super fancy glass wine carafe (laughs) and serve it to people and tell them it was expensive wine. (laughs) (laughs) And like one time I was like, this is literally like the $2 wine from Trader Joe's. I was like, they don't know that. And it tastes amazing. Right. Yes. 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 Because it is. It is. It's great. Yes. Yes. Come over and drink my wine and be mad at me for telling you what kind it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I have a question. So we talked about your fees business. And a lot of people don't know that you actually have another business that you train people to do fees. I do. And well, not even just to do fees, but to create their own mobile business. Yes. So what gave you that idea? Well, I think just okay, so I take like a lot of courses. I take a lot of business courses that aren't even remotely related to SLP, um, and I, I don't know, it was maybe about two years ago I was taking a course, and it was very it was very simple and the way that it was laid out. it was like tell I can't remember what it was even for, but it was like telling you how to create something. um And just the way it was laid out was very simple. And I I got this idea, like I wish there was something like this for fees because it's it's hard. You know, like we all have like part-time jobs or full-time jobs while you're trying to get this up and started. And then, you know, life happens, you have a baby or something happens and it's like, crap, I wish I could go back and like rewatch this module Mm -hmm. or go back and, because that's like what I do with a lot of these like online business courses. It's like something may not apply to me at the time. So then all of a sudden I'm like, crap, I remember there's this module in this course. Let me go watch that and apply it. So that's really what gave me the idea to start my fees business course, because I know there's like a lot of people out there that want to start this course, but no one can really, no one really has the time to go from like zero to 100, like in a month, you know, like no one takes, we all have like lives and other things. So it's, you kind of need something that you can keep going back and revisiting and like, hiring consultants is great and stuff, but it like, it might be like three to six months down the road that you're like, Oh, what was that concept again? I don't even remember. Um, so I think it's just easier to have something you can always log on to always access depending on where you are in your life. Um, so that's why I created that course. Yeah. Does that, does that answer your question? It does because I, in your course, (laughs) which is, how I started my business. I dragged you into my course, Tiffany. You did. I like, said you are taking this course and yeah. you are starting a fees business, and and then you, you en- tell everyone what you just did. Yes, and then you enrolled me into a basic fees course. I did, and then you basically told me go with Garita. There you go, <laughs> and she will mentor you <laughs> and make you competent. <laughs> I just did that with some from New Jersey too. I just was talking to her. She's helped me out with a lot of stuff, and I was like, "I just enrolled you in a fees course. You're gonna go ahead and go take that, and then we'll talk about after steps." Yeah. Yes. I guess guess that's what happens when you're friends with me. I just make you go do things. Yeah, Yeah. you just kind of get sucked into fees at that point. And sorry, sorry about your luck. Sorry about your new business. Yeah, I know. Sorry about all your success. I'm giving you. (laughs) Yeah. What an awful friend. I know. She is. She is. I mean, one that expects success from you. Yep. Let me just serve you up a business on a silver platter. Trying to make you more than mediocre. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. So we should tell everyone that Greta's our mediocre friend. Yeah. And So I, I, I don't know how long had I been doing the podcast? Like, I think I was like 20 episodes in. So she's like, she's known me like the longest in speech land out of everyone. And she was like, "What are you doing?" Like people keep telling me that there's this girl Teresa that is doing this podcast, and come to find out, it's you. And she's like, "I don't even know what this is. I'm not even going to listen to your stupid podcast." <laughs> I was <laughs> dying. Oh my god! Like I don't want to hear you just <laughs> yammering in my car when I'm trying Tom, to drive. Don't home. have to. I've Every, had everyone else just wants to do better for their patients. It's okay once in a while if I miss you, I'll do it. Okay. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. If you, if you don't answer the phone, fair so enough. She's- she's just saying that because she has not listened to it no not one episode I I did I listened to a couple of them okay okay and then and I was like "Well, what do you want to talk about come on the podcast you're like I don't want to come on and talk about it I just want to ask you a bunch of questions and I was like all right so here we we go I mean I would do the podcast if we would just like drink a ton of wine and then just start talking about everything that's what we're doing right now so like this yes exactly kind of exactly like this Greta You're like, and this is the worst one yet. (laughs) What a fantastic idea you had. So maybe Garita should start her own podcast,
0: the mediocre
1: SLP. (laughs) Yeah. Because why strive for excellence when you can be mediocre? You can be mediocre. (laughs) (laughs) When no one expects anything of you, it's a lot easier to excel. (laughs) It is. It really is. <laughs> oh, my God! No. I am good at what I do. I you swear. are wonder and i and that's what I <laughs> want to say is she's phenomenal at what she does. so if <laughs> anybody needs any fee services in Florida, I went down there and she helped me out for a week or so. Yes, she's wonderful. Don't let her tell you she's just yeah. with technology. Yeah. Lots of my yes. my facilities are near a Cooper's Hawk. So we'll. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Yes. I don't know that everyone knows about my love affair with Cooper's Hawk. If anyone lives in like the Midwest, there's a bunch of restaurants and they have like a wine membership type thing. And it's yes. you know, my favorite wine in the world. And we don't have one in New York. So I have to go to Indiana to get it or go visit Greta in Florida and get it. Yes. Or go to Chicago with Charleston. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. What else do you guys want to know? Um, well, we do have a last question for you. Oh, we're done? Question. Are we done? Are we done? We don't have to be, but we can be. <laughs> wow. So, but you know, we have to have a final question for you. Right. yes. Which is, what research article, core technique has influenced you the most in your profession? Oh, I don't know should have been ready for this Teresa yes but like I didn't know that you guys actually listen to my podcast and you know the kind of questions I ask well she knows I I don't know I do do. (laughs) okay so Greta at the end of my podcast I always ask everybody what is like one research article that's been like a game changer on your practice Right. This is why I could never go on your podcast. Oh my it's okay. I, I usually I here's like a total spoiler alert. I email people ahead of time and tell them that this question's coming. So most of them, if okay. they read the email, well, if I'm on it, you can also email me the actual okay. article that I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. If it would be, it. I mean, probably like two of them. I mean, I know everyone says like predictors of asper or like predictors of pneumonia, which I think is totally. It. Um, and then also that Stephen Leader article from 2004 um about how we overdiagnose diagnose I I don't want to say the statistics wrong, but it's like overdiagnose 70% of the time and underdiagnose 14% yes. of the time. I think false negative 14% of the time. Vince always like corrects me when I don't to say it, but I think I'm this, sure you're I'm, close. I'm I'm so close. I know I'm close, but yeah. Basically, it's crazy statistics that we overdiagnose people with dysphagia for no reason, and there's people out there silently aspirating that we don't recommend instrumentals on, and we should, and that's the bottom line. Okay. Yeah. Is that all of our questions, or we could ask more? What about you, Garita? What's your favorite article? (laughs) Garita, do you read read research articles? (laughs) The world is dying to know, (laughs) Garita. No, they're not. Wait, does the mediocre SLP actually read? Yes, Yes, I do read. Have you heard of Dysphagia Journal? Yes, did you know there was one? There is one. I'm aware (laughs) of that. And actually, there's a few of them. Here's (laughs) a funny thing. Weren't you? Um, You were a student of Dr. Crary. Is that right? Yes, that's true. (laughs) Billion years ago. Yes, yes, like a lot of years ago. So cute. But so, but that he probably won't like us talking about that because that will that will. Yeah, do you time. know that he does research? I do know that <laughs> I'm aware he's published, yeah yes, yeah, yeah, I think he like he speaks at some of these conferences too he right? does he does couple yeah. here and there. If you ever get out of bed and go listen? He might <laughs> he might be there. Hey, I'm always there. you are in spirit. in spirit. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, this is not about me. This is yours. <laughs> you. it an- it's inevitable. But How uh, does Teresa know that you're still in bed during these conferences? Exactly. <laughs> Except She's that- in the bed next to me. <laughs> well, She's right I there been by you. you. She's well, over. She needs moral support. <laughs> That's right. Does. Somebody's got to get her up. And somebody's <laughs> got to order her donuts. So yes. no, I yeah. didn't get any donuts. Teresa was the donut girl. Yes, she was. Yes. And the macaroon girl. So special shout out to Liz Wynn from New Orleans the so last weekend after. So, so I presented at the Charleston Swallowing Conference last, what was it, last weekend. Yeah. And I, it was like, there's something super stressful about presenting for six minutes. Like Vince and I just did like a 10 hour talk and it was so easy because you just blab and blab and blab and introduce me more case studies. And like, it's easy, but like six minutes when you have like 27 points that you have to hit, that was so hard. So I was like super stressed out making sure that I like talked about every single 97 minute things I had to talk about within six minutes. Uh So after... We all went out to dinner and then we were hanging out at this bar after and Liz orders those insomnia cookies. And I had like heard of it, but I had literally never seen it like in action where you're like at the bar and you order cookies and they deliver you like a huge piping hot box of cookies. So anyways, it was delicious. The next morning we're laying in bed and I texted, not we're laying in bed. I'm laying in bed (laughs) in the bed next to me. (laughs) I I texted Liz and I was like, I would do anything if insomnia cookies could deliver me donuts in bed right now. (laughs) She was like, okay, they're on their way. And so she like used like Uber eats or something and she delivered me six donuts and I laid it. Not from insomnia. (laughs) (laughs) They were were from Dunkin' Donuts and they were, (laughs) I just sat in bed and ate donuts. So and they good. were probably I, like twenty dollars. <laughs> they probably were, but I'm worth it. You are. <laughs> you are, and they yeah. were the best donuts ever. I'm they sure they were. They were when they're delivered to your hotel room while you're laying in bed. It's there's nothing better than that. Yes, exactly. So now Everyone knows to order donuts and deliver them. Yeah, please. You know, Thank you. Conference. Yeah, or macaroons. Macaroons were also very good. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then Hillary <laughs> Cooper sent me macaroons the next day. Monday Delicious as well. She'll take Trump. pizza, wine,
0: I'll, anything, yeah, anything, okay. people.
1: Deliver, yeah. deliver yeah. to my room. Deliver to my room. Yes. <laughs> Maybe you should just post it, like say it on your podcast I, when you know what room you're yeah. going to be in. We stayed at the I'll Holiday Inn. It was real classy. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was nothing compared to the Intercontinental, right? Right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> or the apartment that we had at the Hyatt house. I know. That looks so cool. It was. It was that night. We ended up getting this really nice apartment that we were barely in. Yeah. So I have another question for you. Yes, Karina. Still ask you questions. Sure. So you're doing all of these things already. You have a bazillion, you know, pots on the fire. Do you have anything else up your sleeve that you're working on? Anything else that you're really thinking? (sighs) Ah. Yeah, I mean, I always do. I I do. I I always have a bajillion ideas, and that's the problem is I got to figure out how to make someone make all my ideas go into effect. Um, right now, no. I mean, I do have some ideas for down the road, but it's really just expanding on what I'm doing now. Um, so I'm really totally loving the meta solution that that I created. So kind but of just close. That Yes. Enrollment's closed. Sorry, snooze, you (laughs) lose. But I'm really loving that. I love everything that's turned out with that. We have some really freaking cool things coming up with that. So I want to expand on that more. And then um, I do, I'm working on a few courses. Um, I don't know when they're going to come out because I, you know, with all my spare time that I don't have. Right. Yeah. So it's going to courses that you're going to do online or courses that you're going to do at a venue. Yes. I gave you two choices. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) Was that yes to both choices? Yes. Yes. Vince Vince keeps like roping us into more, um, speaking gig things. And I, I really do like doing those, but I also like the online stuff because I like the amount of people you can reach with that stuff. Um, And I kind of just really like this little corner niche that I found with,
0: I think, I mean, that I don't like, please like don't send me hate emails for saying this, but like, I understand that there is such a need for like evidence-based
1: treatment and we have to follow the research and we have to keep up on everything. And that's, duh, everybody freaking knows that you don't have to yell at me and tell me I'm wrong here. But like, I think there's so many other aspects to what we do as far as like, advocating and counseling and just like being compassionate with our patients. Like people forget that, you know, like people just go in there like robots and it's like, you're going to drink these thickened liquids. And if you don't like it, then I'm not going to treat you anymore. And like, that's sad, you know?
0: So, um, really just kind of expanding on
1: some, I don't know, being a little more human instead of a robot as a therapist. So that's so you- like, don't you think, remember you were telling me about a patient, actually I had a patient that reminded me of what you said. Um, the patient was aspirating on pretty much everything or maybe everything, but they were coughing and they were clearing it and they were going to be able to eat and drink still because you're looking at the whole picture. You're not just yeah. looking at the fact that well, they're aspirating and let's just make them MPO and put a peg in there. Yeah. So if you look at everything. Yeah, like it's really not like people want to make it that it's just this one track mind like objective thing. And clearly I do objective assessments for a living, so I get the point of that, but there's so many other elements that go into this that I think people don't I and I don't know I don't know that they don't realize it or I don't know if there's like not enough time in grad school to cover all these, you know, they're kind of like fluffy topics, you know, it's like rainbows and butterflies. But like, it's the truth, you know, if a patient tells you they're not going to drink the thickened liquids, then damn it, like, don't make them drink the thickened liquids, right? Like, that's their choice, you know? And I just like there's not enough people talking about that stuff. And I'm just really sick of hearing, like, if you don't want to drink this and you don't want to follow my recommendations, then I'm not going to treat you anymore. Like, yes. I think that's how we get a really shitty reputation. Yes, I would agree. Well, you and know? sometimes, too, we kind of have to Frankenstein our treatments, yeah. you know, and make them work for patients. Um, yeah. I have one right now that has to do a partial Mendelssohn with an effortful swallow with a partial supraglottic swallow. And that's they what works. Their and touch their toes and they swallow. It's yeah. <laughs> really complicated. Yeah. 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 It, it does sound really complicated, but it's what works. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's eating and drinking because yeah. he's doing this. Yeah. Like, I think like what like crushes me is like, I know in this one building that I go to, there is like one SLP that the doctor will say, like, don't, like you, you better not put that SLP on the case because they're just going to put the patient on thick and liquids anyways. Like, yes. and, and it's like, no, like there's so much more that we can do. And like, our world is not just swallowing. I mean, I know like all of us are just super far down swallowing lane, but like, there's also voice that we can do and cognition and it's like a lot of this other stuff is so forgotten. Yes. And I
0: think, you know, people kind of bitch about like their productivity or like they're being sent home because they don't have any patients to treat. And it's like, well, if you just had the tools maybe, or you just had someone that said like, Hey, do you remember these conditions?
1: Like, do you remember looking this up in a a book? Like, do you remember these research articles? So I think like, that's what I just want to get back to is just getting people to realize that we are capable of treating a lot more conditions than just one. And like, I know I'm a, like, I know I'm victim of saying that too. Like I always say like, I'm not a voice person, you know, yeah. and it like, it pisses off like Kate Kribble so bad because <laughs> she's like, you know, this stuff, like you just need someone <laughs> to guide you, you know? So I think if we all just had someone to just guide us through, like, you know, I don't want to just say, you've got this like going blindly and you know yank the person's vocal cord out. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I think a lot of us have a lot of baseline (laughs) knowledge that we've just kind of like tucked away and forgotten about. And I think that's stupid of us to do. Yeah. Well, when you don't use it, it, you forget about it. Right. Right. So when you're just shoving tubes up people's noses. Right. That's all I do all day. I know. And then I forget that like they have aphasia, like who knew, you know, you know, I'm just like (laughs) nose hair right now. And Trying yeah, to find me. that space to get into, yeah, I didn't realize you didn't have any delayed recall. Sorry about that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right. so are there any like just really interesting things we need to know about you, Teresa? No, like that's what people keep wanting to say. There's nothing fascinating about me. I don't have a life, I work all the time, <laughs> I love wine, It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. And pizza. Love- you forget pizza. Yeah. And I love pizza. Don't try to feed me that thick Chicago shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hope someone in particular is listening to you right I know, now. I know. I know. And I, I love- hope you get sent like five Chicago style. My pizza. husband would love it. Please do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, love it. I love the crust. I just, I don't yeah. need like 10 piles of goo in the middle. Oh. that good called cheese? Yeah, kind of. Something like and that. And sauce. Yeah. Yeah. So just well, eat a sauce. lasagna then. Like, don't, why do you need, I don't know. It's your lasagna pizza. Yeah. World confuses me. <laughs> so, so you, do you still like to bake, Teresa? You you, I mean, like, I get, yeah, No, I don't know. Never baked me anything. I know. I haven't baked myself anything no. in, like forever. And for a minute, I thought she I said bake. Year oh my god like a vape no. in and I'm like hey, I have what we asthma about that vaping? would like send me into no i was vaping here but yeah if you want to bake stuff and I send know. it to us we would be happy to take it no, right I really like it's been a few years since I like when I was living in India I was baking like a lot of stuff or like a lot of big parties and things like that and then I lived in Vegas and it was just too hot to bake there yeah but now it's really cold there it is the winters and you should be baking all the time. I should be. And I'm just not, I will never bake again. If I was relying on the heat index outside. in Florida. <laughs> I think that's what happened in <laughs> Vegas. I was like, I am not turning on that oven. <laughs> oh, you know what? Like a big part of it was, I think, because when I was living in Indy, like the temperature is like somewhat regulated, but then in Vegas, like I had, so like I lived in New York and then I lived in Indiana and then we moved out to Vegas, like, like butter, like turns to a liquid like, yeah at, at, like room temperature in vegas and i was like how do, like, how do i bake with that like, I, like a solid stick of butter and that doesn't exist <laughs> like so i think i just kind of like gave up on it because i was like i can't deal with this and then my husband's parents my in-laws were living like in the mountains of like vale colorado at the time so we'd go visit them and then it was like you had to use like the high altitude cooking. Like whoever oh, yeah. read like whoever reads that like small print on the back of the flower thing? But like <laughs> you had to or else your stuff came out like rocks. <laughs> so I think after yeah, I think that's when I was like, I'm done with you people. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> so So you never had a fashion blog? I didn't, no. I once my, you know, dream was crushed and I didn't get best dressed and then my dad made a fashion school dropout. I think I just took a hit. Wow. Yep. I think I just fell in love with yoga pants and hoodies and I've never looked back. Got rid of all your red bottom shoes. I just, <laughs> No, I still have a few pairs, but they're I'll never wear them in public. <laughs> they're the most painful things ever created. Of course. But yeah. I wouldn't know. I'll have to try yours on one day. No, your feet are not going in those. <laughs> I think absolutely not I think you have to sleep sometime yeah maybe <laughs> I do love to sleep people are like when do you sleep I'm like at night like I have to get like a good like eight to ten hours of sleep at night or else I can't function so and you actually do I do yeah and you still find time to do all this that's because Crazy. I don't have a life I sleep and I work and that's it She doesn't watch any television. I don't watch TV. That was going to be one of my questions, but that would have been nothing. Well, I mean, TV's stupid. It's just such a time suck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do you do? You're just learning about other people's dreams. Yeah. Yeah. If if you're mediocre. Yeah. Get up off your couch (laughs) and go do something with your life, people. (laughs) But if you strive for mediocrity. Yeah, then- if you strive for mediocrity, yes. then get those bonbons and you sit there and you turn on Real Housewives. I feel like you guys are talking to me again. No, not, <laughs> not at all. We don't know what you're talking about, no. Garita. Yeah, I never eat bonbons. <laughs> no. no. Oh it's God. fat bombs, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> This guy that I, like, love, I said that the other day, this guy that I, like, love on the local news here, it's just, like, this super funny guy, he's, like, retiring or something. So, like, maybe on the weekends, I'll put the news on in the morning, but now that he's retiring, I was, like, that's, I'm, like, just get rid of the cable, I don't even want it anymore. Now that he's gone, like, there's no point. <laughs> <laughs> so, it doesn't matter that anybody else in your house wants cable, but, you know, just, you don't Yeah, I just watch, don't watch it. it. Yeah. No, my husband, like, watches cartoons and stupid shit like that that grown men don't need to be doing, but does anyways, so. You usually have, like, sports center on or something. You put sports on. She does. She watches maybe football. I, maybe when I used to go <laughs> football. No, because I, I, I don't, like, I I mean, I think I used to, like, because I like background noise. Yeah. So, like, not, like, in my office, I don't have a TV, but, like, I'll put the radio on just because I need like background noise, but like, and when I'd be home alone, like, I don't, I feel like I'm never home alone now, but like when my husband used to travel all the time, I'd like put the TV on because I needed noise in the house. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that is helpful. Yeah, it is. is. And now you want quiet in the house.
0: Yes. Now I just want quiet.
1: And you just listen to your podcasts over and over and over Over and over (laughs) and over. No, I've actually never listened to an episode after it's been
0: done.
1: Really? Yeah. I was going to say you don't even listen to it. You no, expect me to. no, I don't. I can't. It's so <laughs> weird. You don't want to hear your voice? No, of course not. Yeah, it always <laughs> sounds different. No, it's just weird. And sometimes I'll, I'll admit, I do fast forward through your intro. That's okay. That's fine. Some people like it. A lot of people love it, Tiffany. And if it's I'm, not your cup of tea, that's <laughs> too bad. And you can start your own podcast with no now, introduction. No, I need to hear how <laughs> you the could just is. you could just start talking and Dying not have a else. clue what anybody's talking about or what the context okay. is. That's right, yeah. and that's what I do. That's how I do yours. There you go. <laughs> At least she's doing it. You do, yeah. you Tiffany. Yeah, yes. please everybody. <laughs> I just can't, people. Yeah. I can't. I try yeah, so hey. hard. I know. Hey, I don't complain. I don't email you and say no. I hate your I hate your intro. I god, I actually hate- got like <laughs> I I'm not even I'm not going to go into this. I'm not going to go into all the hate mail that I get. But I did get I did get this one email and I I wished I had printed it out because it probably would have been like 16 pages long. Oh my
0: god. And it was about like everything and it was called like it was called like SYP
1: lover at gmail.com or something like that. <laughs> so like awesome. someone made an, an email address just to like, to do this. Wow! And it yeah. said like every single thing that I've ever said wrong and how I'm totally like anti SLPs and I don't want them to succeed. And wow. I don't want any of like the younger SLPs to like succeed. I just want to tell them everything they're doing wrong. It's harsh. And I like sat on it for a night and I was like, I like, usually like the minute I see that it's like a crappy email, like I just delete it. But I'm like, this girl really took, or like, it could have been a guy. I don't know. Yeah. Like, this person literally took the time to like write out everything they hate about me. So I'm going to like, at least respond. Sure. <laughs> but you haven't done that yet. <laughs> she aspirated. Right right <laughs> I, I should have any UFDs on you just to make sure you're safe. But until I get there, I would recommend honey thick liquids. Yeah. Okay, exactly. I might have some left over. Maybe a peg tube. <laughs> um, so, anyways, I ended up just like replying the next morning and I was like, you know what? You're so right. Everything you said was 100% right. And everything I do is not to help SLPs at all. I want to just kill this profession. Yes. And, and like, that's what I wrote back to the person and they wrote back and they're like, I'm so glad you see my point of view. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most weirdest exchange I've ever had in my life. Oh, wow. And so they never, never sent you anymore. No. So then I went to like respond to the, e- cause someone like, I was telling somebody else about it and they wanted to like respond to the email address and they like clicked on it and said like, this is no longer an active email address or something Oh. Like Oh, that's wonderful. They're listening now. I know. I hope you are. Probably every episode. Yeah. Downloaded, listened to it over and over again. Right. Over and over. But how do you respond to all that? I don't. Most of the time, I don't. Like, deal. I just see that it's like a crappy email. And I'm like, dude, I really just can't please everybody. Like, I try so hard and I can't. you can't. You must get more. You must get more people being appreciative, though, than being negative. No. Because you know Seriously? what? It's, yeah. Because it's like people that like want to say something will go out of their way to say something negative, you know? And it's like, and I, and I try not to, I I try not to breathe negativity. Like I really try not to so bad. And like when I will acknowledge it, like someone said something about, like I was sending out a bunch of emails about the, like that we were closing enrollment for the Met SLP solution because last time we did it, I got like 30 emails after people saying like, I had no idea you were closing it. Oh my God. You know, so I like, sent out a ton this time. Like, it is closing. It is closing. It is closing. Cheerio. It is closing. Right. It's so, like one guy wrote me and he's like, you should have been a used car salesman. And oh I was like, God. oh, all right. So <laughs> I like, took that and I spun it into another email. And I got she so, did. like, I got like a hundred emails from people like, we love what you're doing. And I'm like, oh my God. I had to like breed like negativity for people to say that they like what I'm doing. That wasn't like my objective at all. But. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, I think I can speak for so many people that we do appreciate everything you do. And, you know, we just, we love you. I love you. Love what you do. Does Garita love what I do? I do love what you do. If, if I don't have to listen to it (laughs) now, I love hearing about it when we're at conferences together. I'm I'm your conference wife. So you are, you are. And then she wonders what everybody's talking about. Right, like, right. Do you have a podcast? <laughs> I do, do? I just, She's like, okay. "What are you doing now?" I'm like, "Just go back in your hole. Don't worry about it." <laughs> my hole is my car. I'm driving. I'm trying to cure Florida. Okay, yes. your yeah. minivan. Yes. yes. But but, Garita, the the beautiful thing about the podcast is that you can listen to it in your car. I it's know. The one, but Garita's the one that's like watching Walking Dead on her phone while she's driving. <laughs> oh, no, Walking Dead. I will watch, like, The Bachelorette or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I <I'm like, laughs> was watching doing? some scare oh, I used to watch um, that show. God, I can't think of it. It's off the air, but it was, like, the best show ever, and I watched it on Netflix. But there were some that were so scary, and I would jump while I was driving. <laughs> so I really had to stop watching that <laughs> car. We're probably going to get some emails about this. Like, don't <laughs> let her come to your facility. Oh, She's a yeah, driver.
0: I, don't know. She, like, right I, like,
1: I drove around with her for like a week and I'm like, what is this? She has like this like phone contraption, like mounted on her windshield. I do not. <laughs> I hold it with my right hand. Oh my God. <laughs> and but the best thing about the podcast is you just listen. You don't have to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I might consider it. That's okay. You I probably you won't know listen to Everything it. we've talked about, you know, it all. I doubt you it. Do. You know, I might. You had Dr. Crary for a professor. <laughs> he's getting lots of, in the, in the stone age. Uh, he, he's probably thinking, please don't say no, that. No, he I told care. me, he's like, I'm not listening to that stuff. <laughs> okay. See, honey, So he taught, I learned from the best. Right now, you did, you did. did. We taught him how to use some apps on his phone. He's all set. I was like, do you yeah. want you to, to listen to my podcast? He's like, nope. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Another one bites a dust. He's like, just yeah. tell me about it next yeah. time. Yeah. You yeah. can just give me like the, you know, cliff note versions of yes. it. Yeah, That's why we have show notes that you can download for every episode, Greta. If you listened, you would know that. Yeah. So, How do I get also those? also transcriptions. You go to swallowyourpridepodcast.com, click on the episode, click download show notes, or click download transcription. Wow. Okay. But then <laughs> I have to read it you do. she's never said that before you can tell that's like the people that email me they're like I think your podcast sounds like a great idea but I don't like listening to things I want to read I'm like oh my god that's there's a million textbooks you can read then yeah. right yeah and research articles right. and blogs there's so that's when I had to things. turn the episodes into transcription so that people could read what we say was that ed it did wasn't. You say he wanted to read it? it no, Ed. it wasn't Ed. No, no, not Ed. Was a bunch of people. Like, yeah. So it wasn't me. I try to please everyone. I know I can't, but golly, I'm trying. It wasn't Garita because she just found out that this is a podcast. <laughs> she did And she what did. a podcast is. Yes, she still doesn't even really know what that purple icon on her phone is. I have a purple icon. Yes. <laughs> Yes, you do. <laughs> yes. Wow. Look for that. You should. <laughs> oh, God. This is going to be a lovely, a lovely podcast. This is great. It is great. It's I think my it's first fun. one. Can you tell? That's okay. No. You're doing fantastic. Great. No. And I think we just, we hear so much about evidence-based practice all the time. And I think sometimes we just need to remember that we can be fun, too. I know. Well, and, and, and to to honestly, that's why I started this in the first place, because I was like, I'm going to start a podcast and I'm going to talk with my smart friends about really funny things. And we're going to have a lot of fun. And then it was like, I started getting these emails from people that are like, you need to be more serious. You need to present the research. Like you need to have more articles to support what you're saying. And I was like, oh, you people are right. Like I really should change what I'm doing just to make you happy. And then like a few episodes in, I was like, this doesn't even sound like me anymore. Like, so I was like, no, I'm going to go back to running it my way. And so I do have, I do have a few people that do listen to the podcast before I release it so that we do make sure that it is actually factual information. And if someone says something that's not true or they misinterpreted the research, I cut that stuff out. So if people are wondering like, oh, I heard. Teresa blabbing about this. Is that a real thing? So They're going to cut out the greed is mediocre part. Cause that's totally a right. lie. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's going to be the name of the podcast episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, but I know that that's also like, what's really hard about our field is that a lot of things can be interpreted in an interesting way. Yes, Like some things that I interpret one way, people interpret another way. And it's like, are you wrong I don't know, but this is how I interpret it. This is how I interpret it for this patient. This is how you interpret it for that patient. So I think that's what's so hard is we don't have like black and white responses. And I don't know that the medical field is ever going to be black and white. You know, there's always so many moving pieces that, you know, it's easy for people to say, well, this is what the research says. So this is what you should do. And it's like, well, when I have this patient in front of me with this, this, and this, and these are their requests, like that, that, that puzzle piece doesn't fit in perfectly. Right. Yes. Yeah. There's no patient that's exactly the same. Right. Right. So, And it's not even just that's their dynamics too. Everything that surrounds what, you know, what their life is. Yeah. Are they going home? Are they staying there? There's a lot of pieces to your puzzle. Right. There's a bajillion. Right. So, well, it's good that you can put all those out there though and give people lots of choices. Right. You know, into into how to deal with certain patients. Right. Well, I think like, like a lot of the emails that I get from people like, well, I disagree with that. And it's like, well, that's fine. Like, if you disagree with it, that like, we are all like SLPs bound by like a code of ethics, you know, but we're not like bound to a set of rules that this is how you have to treat your patient. You know, and I think that's what's like hard is that you may disagree with me, but I may disagree with you about a different topic. And for this patient, it may work for that patient. I wouldn't recommend that. So, Right. Well, it's really great that you're doing it because when I graduated a bazillion years ago, there was nothing like this. Right. And, you know, we barely had internet. Right. (laughs) Or headphones. Right. (laughs) Or minivans. (laughs) I don't have a minivan anymore. Oh, that's right. (laughs) I only had like 500,000 miles on it. Yes. I'm a busy girl. I'm a busy girl. (laughs) Florida's a big state. It is. But, I mean, mean you have resources now that you did not have. Yes. when I was out of school. So I think it's much appreciated. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad you're my number one fan. I do, yes. She I'm, I'm going to get one of those big foam fingers for the next time oh, I see you. God, please. <laughs> I'm well, your biggest fan, but I don't know what you do. Right. <laughs> I've never listened to your podcast, but I love you. I do. I think that's what my husband said too. He's like, someone asked what I did the other day and I was like, Oh, I do mobile swallow studies. And he's like, I don't, she spends like a lot of time in her office and she like talks in this microphone and like apparently has this podcast that people listen to. but like, I don't know where it is. And he's like, she has this like website that she runs, but like, I don't know where it is. I'm like, just, you don't have to like tell people about this stuff. Like It's fine. (laughs) Just tell people I'm a speech pathologist. They don't need to know about all the creepy stuff I do in my office on my own time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The attic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He said we never see her because she's always up there working. Yes. Yes.
0: Literally.
1: Yes. (laughs) And then she works again. Yes. That's about it. (laughs) My life in a nutshell. Yes. I'll text him like bring wine now. And he, like, opens the door quietly to hear if I'm recording. And if I am, then he walks up and sets it down super quietly. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So you have him trained well. Yes, of course. That's great. Yeah. That's great. So, Teresa, will we see you in ASHA 18? Yes. I'm actually presenting with Karen Scheffler. I'm excited. I know. I'm really excited about this talk. Um, What did Karen end up naming it? It was something like, like, it's, it's like, do do we have a gold standard assessment? Like we shouldn't call it the gold standard. We should consider like having access to like fees and MBS as like the platinum standard, you know, because like one or the other really shouldn't be considered the gold standard because they're both missing parts. Uh huh. So until like everybody has access to everything, we can't really, you know, we have to use what we have for now, you know? Okay. Um, I mean, some people don't even have access to anything, let alone right. something, let alone both. So you've got to, you got to so use what you have and yes. yeah, so I'm really excited. So she's done a lot of the work so far and I haven't done any yet. So that's where <laughs> we are with writing, <laughs> writing that talk. We'll yep. do that somewhere in the yes. middle of November. And yes. Yes. But I'm also yeah. presenting to in like two or three weeks, maybe. I'm also presenting to the dysphagia group in Manhattan, the New York City dysphagia group. I'm going to talk all about fees to them. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Yes. Very good. Yeah. So that'll be my time in Boston. Well, <laughs> we're being excited to hear it. You should be. Both tests are equally good and equally bad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a ringing endorsement, Tiffany. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all, all about who's doing the test. Yes, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> all right. Are you guys done grilling thanks. me? Yes, I think okay. so. I've got a little red bar on my battery. Oh, God, forbid you put your computer plug in when you're I recording a podcast. Yeah. I can't remember. I got the feedback. All the oh, feedback gosh. with it. Okay. Okay. All right. You're forgiven. Okay, yeah, that was you. Well, thanks Love guys you. for not asking me any super creepy, freaky questions. Oh, yeah, we talked I'm about sure. it. We, we had oh, yeah, I'm sure, creepy ones for you. I'm sure, but we. Well, thanks. Yeah, we they were They needed like a bit, a more explicit rating, probably. This is already going to have an explicit rating <laughs> because I swore a bunch of times. But sorry, yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. I'm yeah, sure well, i hate emails about that. but it's not professional. Okay. So so not to. Not, we don't care. We don't want it to be professional. We want it to be fun. Right. Right. So okay. Well, thanks, guys. You. You're welcome. Thank you. We'll be back for our 51st episode with much more serious talk. It won't be me. Uh. right? <laughs> or me. <laughs> right, right. Back to regularly scheduled Swallow Your Pride. <laughs> we'll see you at the 100. We'll All be right. back for that.
0: Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. So if you would love to hear more of these episodes and get some easily digestible bites of swallowing knowledge, then please leave a review on iTunes or pledge a small amount on patreon.com forward slash swallow your pride because that is what keeps these episodes coming. Also, don't forget to subscribe, share with your closest colleagues and show notes will always be available to download over on swallowyourpridepodcast.com where you can also be notified of the latest podcast episodes. Also credit to Stephanie Jacobson for her incredible editing skills and thank you so much to all of you for listening.